Street Fights. Family Lama Ding Dong, how you doing? Guys, gals, non-binary pals. Sunday night, street fight, call-in show. That's right, you can talk to us. Tell us what's going on in your world. Uh, the Starbucks you're unionizing, the Amazon you're unionizing. Good news, bad news, uh, it's up to you because you're the star of the show on this street fight. 614-655-3887 is the place to, or is the number to dial, sorry. Uh, the place to listen or watch along, chat, hang with the gang, uh, is twitch.tv slash streetfightradio. And if you're in Columbus, Ohio, you can always find us on 92.7 or 98.3. We are airing on WCRS LP FM here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, also at WCRSFM.org, where you can listen to all the other amazing programs that we have here. And uh, if you're in Columbus, Final Straw is also on WCRS. So I love to see uh, real anarchist uh, news uh, out there on our airwaves and happy to share it with them. Um, my name is Brett Payne. My coach is Brian Quimby. We are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. The best that there is on WCRS. We've been doing it for 11 years now, and we'll continue to do so um, until uh, you know this whole thing is flipped upside down. I appreciate everyone that tunes in week after week and uh, helps us spread this mess across the U.S. Uh, we are moving forward with the flat earth agenda how's it going Brian? they heard us they heard our pre-show which was only like four minutes but uh maybe one of the most boring ones ever i i uh i didn't even sing i'm sick that's why i'm not singing i uh i got myself sick uh i think friday show huh? what did you say they heard our pre-show they're saying that they heard us doing the pre-show ah, in okay. the chat. But I said, uh, I, I usually sing and stuff on the pre-show, but uh, sick, you know, throat's fucked up. Uh, mouth breathing, really, to tell you the truth, uh, is Charlotte's what really got too. me. Charlotte is sick every time she comes to my fucking house. Uh, Gwen was sick, too, is sick was sick i don't know but she was i haven't gotten the lego delorean because i can't find it anywhere so thanks for rubbing it in forever since breakfast i'm working on ecto one right now um but yeah man i uh gwen had a cold and i was like i don't worry about it as far as like being cold or whatever that is uh or getting a cold so i just kind of hung around her and uh didn't really avoid it or anything like that and uh i just i fell asleep. i was asleep the other night i had a my nose is stuffed up because i'm really addicted to nasal spray i have even on remote shows ran out of the room to nasal spray myself during the show <laughs> yo you got it bad <laughs> i i've been on them i've been i usually quit but i've been on it for like three four years now on the nasal spray all the time year round yeah every every about six hours i gotta fucking do it whoa now. yeah it's bad man i'm I'm down bad with the nasal this spray shit i mean it's Reese's, so addictive. Reese's eggs nail uh nose sprays <laughs> subscription services legos i mean you are really you have a lot of a lot of uh 
a lot of addictions to keep up with. The nasal spray addiction is fucked up because like that stuff. I mean, I love it. Uh, oh, wow. Dope. Okay. Somebody in a chat said all dads like Afrin. This is known. You know what? That's really funny because my dad's who got me hip to the Afrin. And now I got my daughter hip to the Afrin. Now she's on it too. We're, I, I, we're passing it down through generations here. Yeah, I thought it was. It's probably because guys don't like to blow their nose because it's like it makes them feel homophobic or, or homosexual or something. I don't know. First, it sounds like a guys won't wipe their ass thing to me when you say all dads have it. You can't, but it. You can't blow your. You can't blow your nose and get rid of the thing that Afrin fixes, because it's a a thing in your nose it's up in the top of your nasal cavity and it like when it closes up so like say when you lay down when i when you lay down and you can't breathe through your nose but when you sit up you can like that isn't snot i would blow my nose well actually i don't like blowing my nose i think it's gross but uh you ever talk to your doctor about your nose I will never fucking tell my doctor about my Afrin ad addiction. I'd rather tell her about my fucking drug addictions and stuff. I, I would rather get in a conversation about drugs or something like that than fucking admit that I got hooked on Afrin, which is something that's been going on with me since I was like 13. And uh, first of all, Flonase doesn't do the same thing. Everybody's yelling at me about use Flonase. Flonase doesn't do, here. Let me explain what Afrin does. When you can't breathe through your nose, you spray it up your nose and then it feels like it just, it feels like you can breathe all the like extra oxygen through your nose. It's like more oxygen. It's wonderful. And it's it dope. really, but it's addictive. As I've hell. used it and I, but I'm addicted to harder stuff than that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like I'm, I'm yeah. over the counter drugs. I'm not, I don't, I can't go to CVS to pick up my drugs. It's like if we like legal weed, like looks bad to me, like it looks sorry to go to the store and like talk to your doctor about weed. Yeah. When you could just go to some guy's house. Oh shit. We didn't even, I forgot all about that. You bringing that up. I, I tripped with a doctor the other day, last week. All right. At the, uh, at the, uh, fucking ketamine joint i went and you hit your you hit you got you raised your money you got your appointment immediately oh yeah they they don't like hold back on the appointment <laughs> you're like i have the money in my hand right now they're like we'll stay open late for you honestly i'm just going home to drink a beer in the garage so i'll keep the lights on was actually kind of shocked that they let you pay after that was yeah, something. no way it's like <laughs> tattoos they do that with tattoos as well like the, sometimes you schedule a tattoo and then you go, you get the whole thing done. You sit there for five fucking hours and they're like, that'll be $700. And you're like, you should have made sure I had $700 before you put this on my body, dude. That's you fucked up. I, you fucked that's what up. I was thinking. I, but I think I know why they did it. I have in my mind why they did it because they wanted to feel like a doctor's office. Right. Oh, this is a doctor's office. You know, you, but even at doctor's office, you got to pay before usually, but they bill you later. Right now. Yeah, no, the doc, I hate the fucking doctor so much. They, the dentist too. They're always like, I'm like, do I have to, do I owe you anything? Like, no, no, that's the old days, Brett. No, you just walk out now. And then we email you so that mm -hmm. you're not mad about it. It's like, no, how about you ask for 
ask for the money to my face. Talk Just to my fucking face about the money. Say what it's going to be. Bum me out. I'm leaving here with a full, nice, clean mouth of teeth. Just tell me that this is going to cost me $170 when I get home. And that's why I'm going like nuts with the, with the joint too, because I'm like, um, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't believe that they trusted a guy to not just walk out the door and say, thanks for the trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. See you on spaceship ship earth, dude. And then run out and a fucking, they fly out of their sandals and they leave them behind. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, uh, I, I got there a little early. I, the fucking shit thing is like, so I had to take a lift there and, uh, the guy was like, once we pulled up, he read, he was like, happier you ketamine clinic. I'm a raver from way back. What's this all about? Oh no. And I was like, I'm going to go do ketamine. It's, it's a ketamine infusion. They just fucking sit you down in a chair and uh, they do, you do ketamine for a fucking hour. And did he, he tell you excited. about, yeah, all the shuffling he used to do back in his day? Yeah. All the dance parties, all the dirty, dirty head dance parties. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, <laughs> I, I, he lets me out. I go over to the place. I'm about a half hour early. The lady comes out and she's like, oh, you're a little bit early. And she was like talking quiet. And I was like, maybe there was somebody tripping in there. And I fucking came in there and messed shit up a little you bit. Someone's buzz. Yeah. Just come in there fucking like walking the way that I do. Yeah. <laughs> like loudly with sits, things in my pocket. <laughs> sits down, breaks a chair real quick. <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, so I left. I was like, nah, I don't need to sit. She's like, you can sit here. And I was like, nah, I, I'm going to go walk around. Um, cause it's a part of town I'm never at. It's, it's in Gahanna. It's like a, a suburb. Ooh. And like, I don't ever go. I don't they like some, go to the suburbs. So they got I got some rare kinda, chains. Yes. Yes. And I was in like the part of Gahanna. That's like, like the main drag place, Wait, you know, by the Creek and all that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I walked around there for a few minutes. I I was like, man, this is this is pretty wild. I, I don't think I've been here in in fucking a decade. We and then go, uh, to the blues festival with all white blues bands that play. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, I fucking sat down on a fucking bench that was soaking wet from rain. Oh, and no. my whole ass was wet. And so then I'm like, I'm going to be tripping and my ass is going to be itchy from being wet. You know what I mean? Cause, cause itchy. you're, yeah, my ass gets itchy when it's wet and then you sit back down and you try to wait for it to dry off. But I actually fixed my wet ass by sitting down on dry concrete and like kind of rubbing it back and forth for a few minutes. And it seemed like it, it dried it off. Like I used the concrete as a towel. It was smart. Wow. That's impressive. It I've, was. <laughs> that's a that's a tip I've never heard before. Yeah, yeah. So I uh uh I go into the uh I get in there and they sit me down in a chair. They don't even fuck around, dude. They don't like sit and talk to you or anything like that. They're just like <laughs> Hey, you want me when we put on a Pineapple Express or something? Yeah, here's a four hundred dollar chair. Uh or 
cheap. It's like the cheapest chair it could ever possibly be, but it is four hundred dollars like, is the cheapest chair in your mind. No, I'm not saying I. I don't know how much a chair is, so I said four hundred dollar chair, probably a hundred dollar chair. <laughs> it's like a recliner that you press the button, and it like leans back and stuff uh, like that. It's like a lazy boy. Or yeah, like but, a dentist, but chair. one of those real thin lazy boys, like one of those lazy uh, boys that, like, when you sit down in it, like you take up the whole thing, and it's like it does. It just it's not a luxurious chair at all. It's a I lazy lad. Say. It's a yeah. knockoff lazy lad, and you can rock it back and forth, and you can hear the wood creak in certain directions, and yeah. then you get in trouble for sitting on it too hard. You just yeah. sit on the furniture too hard, like you're not allowed to do that, and it's like fuck. <laughs> I, this is how much I weigh. I'm just sitting on it. What the fuck did I do wrong? I just adjusted myself. You're making it crack. So it's cracked. You're ignoring the crack. You're avoiding the crack in your fucking furniture. Yeah. Oh, now cut it out. Somebody said I go to the chair store and ask for the most expensive chair. That is <laughs> that not... sounds like you. <laughs> I well, no, it most... doesn't. <laughs> you have the most fr the freest chairs, I believe. I did. Now I have a couch that I've been paying on credit for a year and still haven't made any headway into it. I still like, I haven't even gotten under a thousand dollars. It's like a, a $1,200 couch and I'm still like over a thousand dollars. Is a couch a chair? <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, I don't have any chairs wow. in my house, okay. but I break a lot of chairs. Um, <laughs> I'm a chair. Breaker. Right, clip that clip that. Yeah. I broke a fucking living a kitchen chair. Now I have to keep moving it back and forth. And I go like this. Hey, you know, go buy some new chairs. Get all the fucking chairs you want is what I said. And then they go like this. Do you know how much chairs cost? And I said, no. And they're like, I don't think you're going to say that we should get all the chairs we want. Yeah. So I, I uh, had, to, had to put the chair away. So, yeah, I got in there. And I think the ketamine thing was like, it was that I feel good kind of well no, I mean, don't you jump to the end oh well they sat me down in a chair and they hooked me up to an iv and they put one of those gimmicks on my finger you know what i'm talking okay. about the yeah, finger thing your pulse and blood pressure and shit yeah and they popped me in a uh they put a blood pressure thing on my arm which by the way terrifying i hate those things they make me so scared uh I hate them. I what, people it's have, pinch your arm. Is that why you want to lift weights so you can fight back against blood pressure wraps? <laughs> no, for years people have said like it's actually a good thing to get your blood pressure red. And for me, it's like, but then I can feel the pumping in my arm. And I I've said this on this show a million times. I do not like knowing that there's stuff going on inside my body. I don't like to hear my heart. I don't I don't okay. like none of that stuff. I don't want to know. I want to feel like a corpse, if that makes sense. Like when you put the blood pressure thing on my arm, I don't want to feel the pump, that pump feeling of the, the blood. Yeah. When it starts. So they put me in that, but it didn't affect me at all because I was tripping. <laughs> oh, they did it after you were tripping? Well, they put it on me while they were doing it. So here's what I surmise ketamine infusions are. All right. Um, you sit down. They let you pick where you're sitting. They they put the IV in you. I think they give you some anti-nausea medicine. Uh, I'm pretty sure she gave me. And then you can move the chair. 
<laughs> May I'm tell, talking about the chair again? You can recline the chair. chair. Cheap ass four hundred dollar chair. You can you can recline the chair. It's electric. It's got electricity. Boogie so woogie woogie. You can move up and down, and then they put one of those really cheap Walmart like pillows under my arm. They shot me up, and I think the lady just sits next to you and watches you, and is like, yeah. "He needs more ketamine," and just gives you more. It's from what I could tell, that's what it is. Is that you're sitting in a chair? She's like, "Are you, she's like, are you lucid?" And I'm like, "I think so." And then like, she's like, "Get out of here!" She like kicks you in the chest and pushes you back into the cosmos. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking crazy though because it kept. She just like she would. I think she. I I know there were times where I was like, I'm starting to feel normal, and. I would start conducting myself like a person who's starting to feel normal. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden she would just go fucking nuts and she'll just sit there and like, be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, really? When you're telling her stuff, which I was just saying crazy stuff, this job, I was listening to like a, a smooth jazz. They told me to listen to something without lyrics and without Oof. too much bass. Which that was tough for me because it was Sounds, just like I, I don't like any music that doesn't. Are you allowed have to? Bass. Yeah, are you allowed to wear flat brimmed hats and like Timberlands? Yeah. You're allowed to listen to any music you want. They're just trying to help you out. They they basically They're, they, they really what do want you know about tripping though. If they think that you can't have bass, why did they, have they never been to a music festival before? It seems like they want you to. It seems like what they want is they want you to play a spa playlist. Is, okay. is what it seems like that because that's I've been they recommended me the spa playlist like six times in an email uh, <sighs> she told me three but, times and I'm like I don't like that music it's corny I did it, keep yelling while I was tripping though at the lady and saying like I don't usually like this hippie shit like I know I kept telling her I don't like hippie stuff and that like and I kept telling her the weather that's what was going on in that room for a full hour. It's me telling her I'm not a hippie in the weather. The weather outside or the weather inside your head? Outside, because they have a big window uh, where you can see outside. Now, it's not some kind of great view. It's, sure. Yeah, it's, it's right off the freeway, probably. <laughs> or it's near... <laughs> Yeah, it's There's not a DMV some, but, over there, like an ancient Kroger. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking out the window. They got some plants up in the window too, and I'm explaining to her how it's really nice. They got the plants up in the window to look out through the window, and then just every few minutes, I'd be like, "Oh, looks like it's gonna rain. Oh, looks like it's not gonna rain anymore. Oh, looks like it's..." And just that was did, the whole time. But did you ever feel like completely gone? Like, did you ever yes. feel like you didn't have a physical body? Yes. There no, was that's some, the best. That's there the was best. some fucking insane moments where I didn't, like, I truly felt like consciousness. Like, I could see my legs, but mm -hmm. I, like, I could, I could see that my legs were there, but they didn't feel like a part of me. And like, I could see that my arms were there and they didn't feel like a part, nothing felt like a part of me. I just felt like a thing, like a, a thing in a chair. But, but for, did you get to the point of losing sight though? Like you, did you get it where like you only see like the shit when you close your eyes? I actually don't know if that's what they're going for. Sure. Well, that's why I'm asking. Cause yeah, that's yeah I don't wondering. think they did. So, uh, okay. uh, but it, it was, it was pretty intense at times. 
And uh, once I left, man, you know, I felt okay. You know, I still felt a little fucked up, really, to tell you the okay. truth, like Groggy. for about an, two hours. But like, I don't think people do ketamine for an hour at a time. Like, I don't think that's like the normal mode of doing it. No. So I, I think maybe it's possible that I just was like, I was still loopy because of the long period of time that I was doing it. And uh, I seemed okay, you know? And uh, I, I uh, uh, didn't have anxiety for a few days. Uh, it kind of came back a little bit today and, and yesterday, but also I'm sick. So there's not, it's not gonna, my anxiety isn't gonna fucking go away if I'm sick. I'm always going to freak out. But like, um, it was, uh, it was, it, I don't know. I think it's going to work. I actually believe that it's going to work, but I, I need two or three more appointments before they say that the real results kick in. So I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about it. Yeah. Um, it is. So I, I also, this is kind of where my pushback, uh, with like the, like how you don't want to be a flower when you do yoga. Like, I think that spa bullshit is like, you it's like they're just prescribing that like a healthy person is some jackass that wears linen and listens to fucking whale songs you know and uh uses uh just clay on their armpits for deodorant you know like that's the only yeah. way a person is healthy is if they're like a fucking dirt person like a fucking uh yeah i just am not gonna listen to a spa playlist i think i know what no, I'm i would do listen next to death time. metal <laughs> i would go so deep into fucking death metal I think I'm going to do Vaporwave the next time because I like that sounds fun. I don't yeah. like smooth jazz and I picked up the my shit phone. you had was the worst I've ever seen. I was like, <laughs> my God, Brian, this is what you listen to. This is what well, you pull from for fucking jazz. I Googled smooth jazz because they didn't want me. Like I said, they didn't want anything. They were like telling me like, you'll focus on the lyrics. If there's lyrics, you'll focus on the bass. If there's bass, you know, you want some fucking horns. Did you and have any epiphanies about your life? Did you were thinking about anything about your life or were you just sitting there saying, Oh, it's about to rain. Oh, I don't think it's going to no. rain. I was talking and saying like life stuff, you know, uh, but it's only one time. And again, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like they should have erased your ass. Like they should have definitely, you should ask for more next time. I mean, like we'll you see. should go for K hole <laughs> and then see what happens when you come back. You're just not in a place. I, they, they get you so far away that you're not in a place to be making requests. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't, I, I mean, I, I, I even like at one point went to take a drink of water. And was like this fucking water sucks like i was still like regular old negative brian while okay. i was even in the k-hole <laughs> or yeah. in, the, in the ketamine trip i i fucking like i said i fucking yelled i'm not some kind of a fucking hippie and then i also said something about how <laughs> i hate animals and i like babies there was like a period where i was like i fucking you know what man a lot of guys i was like i know i said something like i like babies man i don't care about animals at all and the lady was like oh okay <laughs> she's like doctor he's resisting the treatment he's resisting the treatment and then you start wrestling away you're like some fast food is bad capitalism is bad and they're like trying to restrain you and make you zone out and think about being a fucking shell on the beach 
Yeah, I know I yelled out at one point really loudly. I know I yelled out, why does everybody hate each other? That was a period. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that's what they want to hear. Yeah, I yelled that out. But even, but that Start was the only. that old Coke commercial. Yeah, that was the only sort of profound thing that came out. Like I said, a lot of it was weather focused and, and the color <laughs> of the sky. <laughs> Thinking about the yeah. color of the sky a lot. You got to do a Joshua weather tree, man. Yeah, I'm a weather guy, though, you know? Uh, so, I mean, I the love... The weather guys. I look up the weather all the... I look up the weather four or five times a day. I look up the weather over and over again, and I check my bank account over and over again. Those are like the two modes that I have. I my- dear life. <laughs> yeah. As long as I know the weather and how much money I got, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, I also I I uh uh did I did talk about Legos while I was tripping too. But I just remember <laughs> saying something about Legos. Like I was just I I've been very excited about this Lego that that I'm doing right now. Uh the the uh uh Ecto-1 which I fucked up and I had to take the whole thing apart and put it I'm putting it back together again, which that get, I have to do that with every one of them because my I skip directions because I just get, I do it every time. And then something doesn't fit right. And then I'm like, I'm like, (laughs) this didn't fit right. They were like, my wife and daughter are like, why are you fucking taking apart the whole thing apart? And I'm like, you can't fucking, you don't know where it went wrong. It's a spiral. I've tried to repair in the middle. It just, it's a spiral. You fuck up one or two things and you're not, able to get back so you just have to take the whole goddamn thing all the way apart and start again you know so yeah i did i talked about legos in in my thing i i just <laughs> the, love if, legos. if we were all legos man it would be a perfect fit and like <laughs> six billion I, pieces could be one beautiful round earth if i had to give it a guess of what i was trying to get at it was probably i can't wait to go home and play with my legos like that is i mean i was late getting upstairs because i was trying to eat dinner but then i was also trying to get to a good stopping point with my legos like i'm four at this point right yeah i get that too though also times when you're really rocking and rolling in the middle of a trip like i'll be out of my fucking mind and then i'll have this brief second where i'm like oh shit we're going to brunch tomorrow at that place i want to go to and i'm like hell yeah (laughs) yeah it's super fucking smart to to like any drugs i've ever done in my life at the the highest level of performance that i was in uh on acid and stuff like that there is always like a second and it it always helps for you to be like some normal shit I'm going to talk about some normal shit real quick. And then you start to, it like helps you cling back. You know what I mean? When you feel like you're freaking out and then you have a moment of clarity where you're like, oh, I can't wait to play with my Legos. (laughs) And you're like, okay, everything's normal. I'm still thinking about the Legos. Yeah. You're floating away and you dip your toe back down to the earth real quick. (laughs) But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to work. You Uh, think so? I do. I really do. I, you know, I've felt, I've been, I think three, four months now on a constant, like 
heavy hum of anxiety. It, 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 I wouldn't, I would have never have gone to do something like this if it wasn't like worse than it has been. You know what I mean? So it was like a thing where I was like talking to my therapist and, and like all of my, all of my prescriptions, all that stuff got doubled and octupled. I, I mean, one of my prescriptions got octupled. And then also, uh, you know, just having my therapist say, like, have you thought about doing this? There's a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of people have had success. And then talking to other people that had success. And it just got to a point where it was like, you know, I've been trying to do medicine since 2006. And yes, I could fucking, I have ketamine at my house that I could sniff and, and, and get fucked up. But like, if I don't, if I don't think that I did it the right way, then it's not going to work for me because I'm going to feel fucking guilty about it. I'm going to feel like I'm fucking, you know, I'm just doing this to party and shit like that. And, uh, you need look, to party. You need less anxiety, more partying. In the future, I will party with ketamine for sure. But right <laughs> now, I'm gonna fucking. I just have to make sure that because it is that thing where it's like every every time I go to the doctor and and they give me more meds or or more pills or something like that, like I always do them the right way, and I always feel like if I do this the right way, I said this online. I did. I could 100% doctor shop and get exactly what I want. You know what I mean? Because the thing I know that helps me is Xanax. Mm -hmm. that, that it's the thing that makes me not feel anxiety anymore. And I could one fucking thousand percent, I could one thousand percent like, like uh, uh, find a doctor that'll prescribe me that and do it. Uh, what I need is I want it to be fixed. So I'm trying to follow all of the rules and then we'll see if it works. I mean, they say it takes three before you start to see results. Uh, so I you get for your six, I'm going to do six and uh, two a week for three weeks, which is crazy. That's a, such, such a huge amount of psychedelics that like, that's like a Timothy Leary level of psychedelics. It's not at all. <laughs> two a week for three weeks. It's not even is at all. a lot. It feels like a lot. So we'll fucking see. I'm hoping it works, man. I really hope it fucking works. I mean, so. I had some quarantine days where there were three weeks of every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that. I'm just and saying. Timothy Leary, like, I think, was popping off more than me. Yeah, probably. He was doing a lot. I just, most people don't trip that much. That's true. For yeah, like that is tw a, it's a, twice it's a week a for up. three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That is a lot to go from not to yeah. that you're right so we'll see i it's mean like the gym that's a, that's like going from a you know it's like working your mind out it's going like boot camp for your brain yeah i'm doing the gym still too i i broke my i had a pb today uh, uh personal best they that's what they say in the gym lingo oh but right before we get to the calls i want to talk about this one other thing i bought these shoes and mm -hmm. I posted a picture of these shoes. Did you see the picture of the shoes? I know them. I've, I've, I've skirted around them for so long. They, they look so good. They sound so good. They massage everything inside of me that says like, this is a premium, well thought out product <laughs> product. But I was like, it's not worth it. They seem like bullshit. It's not worth the money. <laughs> they were $140. Uh, I yeah. did get them for 60 because of I, I oh, that's compounded. Good yeah, I compounded a bunch of discounts and shit like that. Um, they're 
QU, I think they're called or something like that. Cloud runners. Cloud runners. They got holes in the thing. I'm going to tell you right now, they're the worst shoes I've ever worn in my entire life. I took them back. I had to take them back. And when they said, what's wrong with them? I said, one, look, the goddamn, like, shit's rubbing off. I don't know what it's called, but like already like the paint, I guess the color was rubbing off sure. of the front. I bought them on March 29th and I had a blister. I've had blisters on my feet every day for that whole time. They were starting to come apart. They were starting to break. And I said, these fucking shoes are bullshit. So I post a picture of them. You know what these motherfuckers say? They're like, did you go in and ask for the most expensive shoes? And I said, no, this time I got cheaper shoes, but shoes that I looked at and said, those look expensive and people at the gym wear them and for some reason i saw people at the gym wearing them and i was like these gotta be like good shoes because guys at the gym wouldn't wear bad shoes to work out you know what i mean like so i had in my mind Unless it was shoes see but that's what it is when it's a self-esteem purchase it's a i'm better than you purchase it doesn't matter about the how it works it's just saying like I was dumb enough to pay the most money for these shoes. For those of you who don't know what the, the cloud runners are, they have holes in the bottom. This seems like a totally 90s ass gimmick, you know, like putting gel in the bottom of the shoe. Um, but if it was a good idea to hollow out the sole of the shoes, we would have done that forever ago. There, there, nobody, they did <laughs> not crack a code in 2020 to put holes in your soles. It does not help with anything. Uh, yeah. And as I'm looking at them, I'm like, these are going to wear out anyway a lot quicker because it's there's so much in the soles. Yeah, it's moving. You have you now have like these joints and you now have these like really thin pieces of foam that are getting your weight pushed down on them over and over and over again. There's so many places for them to just fall apart. I've never been more mad at a pair of shoes in my life. Like it's I was Swiss just, people too. And they're so the, that's the other thing, Brett. It said Swiss engineered. And I was like, they're some of the best engineers. That's right. one of they the other reasons I bought knives. them. You trust them from the knife world. Um, somebody, man, I'm going to have to look at, I want to give them their, their due, but somebody said that the cloud runners and the Hoka shoes look like the, like Amazon results. They mm -hmm. look like $19 running shoes. And somehow they're like more expensive than like any fucking other shoe on the planet. Any Nike could ever be. The ones I bought were on, on sale. I think they were like clearance and they were 140. So you got to think when they're new, they're 200. And they were, they, without a doubt, I've never worn such bad shoes in my life. I was actually kind of mad at the guy that sold them to me for letting me fucking buy them because that's the only shoes I tried on the whole fucking time, dude, was like, I just like, give me three pairs of them cloud runners. I'm going to see if these are, uh, I'm going to fucking see if they're what they are. And they, they just, those are, they're junk. And also they weren't the most expensive and that's what i'm trying to say okay. i was actually responsible for once and then i took them back i got a pair of las portivas which is uh okay they're nice they're nice little shoes and they uh, like they, uh hiking shoes though no they're a little more sporty i, okay. I buy more sporty gear now uh and i also have been i also wear a sweatband that sweatband Oh, am I loving that? I'm about to buy 10 of them and just okay. always wear a sweatband because I just, it's, it's really changed my life. My hats look more crisp. Uh, and you wear it uh, under the hat. 
No, I take the hat off and wear the sweatband at the gym and then come home and put the hat on after I'm done sweating because I ruined three hats sweating through them and finally was like, I think I need to do something else. And then somebody was like, wear a bandana. I was like, you got to be fucking shit me if you think I'm going to wear a bandana. Bandanas are sick. No. <laughs> Dude, they're so bad. They're such a good peacock move. <laughs> really? Like, they looked so goofy, though. People ask. They, yeah, so don't buy those cloud runners. They're fucking garbage shit. Don't let them fool you. Don't look at them. And you'll look at them. When you see them at the store, you'll look at them. And what you'll do is be like, those are fucking pretty sick. There's, there's, got, there's oh. like seven things about them that's good. <laughs> oh, so like the, the sole crushes down and moves underneath my feet, and that means there's lesser impact. That makes complete sense to me. A person that's <laughs> never designed shoes before. Yeah, because it, 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 yeah, it is. You're like, it's Swiss a fake engineered, it's really like expensive. Science. Yeah. A, a fucking logo that you could never make out. It would yeah. be impossible to make out the logo. Like I said, I didn't know what the brand was called until you just told me and I owned them. So yeah, yeah, they're totally, it's a, it's a total um, three quarter zip lifestyle shoe for sure. That I was going to buy. It's funny you say that. Cause I was, I, I at one point had thought about buying those indestructible shoes, which are, those are MAGA lifestyle okay. shoes. Have you ever seen Ooh. them? No, I don't know. You those. can you can step on a fucking nail in those things. Oh, and it don't yes, even fuck I them know. up. I think I've seen these on Instagram. And then I also looked at a pair of no bulls. <laughs> but I, I was fucking... gonna ask new bulls. I was gonna ask if you saw no bulls next. <laughs> I, I mean, if, no if you're bull. lifting weights, you don't want running shoes. I mean, you no. want Chuck Taylors if you're lifting weights. That's the cheapest route to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm or barefoot. I'm, I'm... Just go barefoot. Just take your fucking shoes off at the gym if you're gonna be lifting weights. Nobody takes their shoes off at the gym. They're all wearing shoes in there, the except for shoes. when they're doing yoga, which I did and took my shoes off to do. So that was very nice. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I got so mad at those goddamn shoes. I thought I just they had everything going for them uh, and yet nothing. They should. Uh, I mean, honestly, I know REI is like anti like their anti-union thing is something they should be ashamed of. They should be ashamed of those shoes, too. And their short size. I mean, the 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 short inseams. I'm like really fucked in that department the, this year. No swaggy shorts at REI. Nobody makes shorts with 11 inch inseams. They all like go to seven or nine. So I can't get a pair of fucking shorts that cover my knees and it drives me fucking crazy. I've been looking and looking and looking and then I find them in their board shorts and it's like, I'm not wearing board shorts. That's not going to happen. Yeah, they, they definitely should make a longer version of shorts. Uh, short is, you know, short is in the name, but it's not a requirement. Yeah. I don't understand why you got to fucking show your thighs in every single kind of fucking shorts that are out right. there. Sure, it's you nice know? to have some, some, you know, thighs get the guys, but oh, yeah, you also want to be demure sometimes. Not this guy. I don't, I don't, I don't want anybody to ever see my knees. And I got to imagine. It looks hard. I love long ass shorts. Yeah. I got to imagine everybody's in that fucking same boat with me, except for sometimes I'll like post something and people will be like, nah, man, you got to get them short shorts. And I'm like, that's see, that's, that's this new generation of people that are like confident and stuff like that. I, I can't do they that, blow their man. nose. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, 
you know they have like the confident they don't they like don't care like they didn't grow up when if your if your shorts good went above your knee people would shove you in a locker or see but our dads up. our dads did though i know i know we fucking changed it all we changed our parents went went tight and then we went loose and now they're back to tight and now they're getting it's, they're loosening none up. of it is there's no answer to any of it i mean people that's that like people i see a lot of posts that are like folks are mad about the way men dress today and it's like do you remember when the isley brothers were around like do you remember people, guys are wearing silk shirts and bell bottoms with like their nuts hanging out of the bottom of their shorts or like you know dudes wearing mesh mesh tank tops and like football shirts like midriffs i'm doing midriffs yeah. this summer i think i'm going I midriff did, i did do uh, uh, I did not. Ne I never did midriff. Guys did do midriffs. I wore silk shirts growing up. Well, yeah, those are the bomb. In ninth grade, I had no, like but a still blouses. One. Like Isley brought seventies was blouses. Those were not like the fly silk shirts. Yeah, that's what I wore. Was basically blouses. Like that was what was in style. They didn't have like Goku on them, dude. They were purple. No, I and wore like, them too, but yeah. they were like dress shirts. They were like men's dress shirts made out of silk yes yes i'm oh, saying 70s was the butterfly collar worn open up so you could see the whole chest there yeah not this guy not this guy not doing it not me either uh, i wore a nice blouse i had one that was gold on one side black on the other side it had like a purple sleeve and a turquoise sleeve and uh that shit rocked me too i wonder like where you could actually get a silk like, shirt these days a good one yeah you probably have to go to the i know where you gotta go you gotta go to the goddamn thrift store and yeah you know maybe they have and shorts silk gets fucked wear. up as soon as silk gets wet or you sweat in it like it's ruined yeah They're, it's the yeah. most impractical impractical fabric we i mean whenever like i make it i'm buying a a uh silk versace shirt for myself and a bbl for my girlfriend yeah we do this we used to do this in it. Oh we yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just like just showing Ooh. off. Like look how fucking silky this shit is, bro. Look at the shine on that. As I yeah. readjust this shirt, Bla I love in like uh, blousing your shirt or like what about French tuck where you just tuck the front? I'm gonna start doing that, that again too. too. Just well, I didn't do front. French tuck. It's the I way to go. Back. Yeah, we went all the way around and then pulled. Oh, it you out tucked all? Bit. No, I never tucked all the way. Yeah, that was me, man. I do it. I do it. See, I'm on a web page for the 12 best shorts and the uh, uh, the only ones that go 11 inches are Under Armour, which I'm not wearing. I will not wear yeah. Under Armour. That kind of shows where your mentality is at, though. You know, you won't blow your nose and you won't wear short shorts. You're, <laughs> you're MAGA. It's virtue signaling to wear Under Armour, and it, the virtue signaling is to MAGA people. In like America, is, fealty to yeah. America. Under Armour will be the official like one piece jumpsuit when American fascism prescribes us our clothes. I'm surprised the military just doesn't already. I'm surprised the military doesn't already wear that. They should have a contract with them. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Under Armour get the Rock line because the Rock has his own line of Under Armour, and when you go, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, when you go to the Under Armour, when I, when I went to Dick's Sporting Goods to buy like 10 more uh, headbands, and uh, by the way, they only had the $16 ones, and I'm not doing that. Uh, I only pay $16. You get a whole Lego set for that. 
Yeah, no, they were like the silky ones, like that dry away. I like the old school ones that fucking are like wearing a towel around your head. Wreck basketball, everything up. Wreck basketball style. <laughs> yeah, and you I need think to get I'm, the you gotta get them fucking things for your glasses, dude. You gotta get like the the Rex sport Bex. strap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like thinking about. I don't wear my glasses to the gym, but I'm thinking about going wristbands too. That's another Whoa. thing I've been looking at. Yeah, wristbands and headband and just really fucking look good in the gym. I'm the only guy wearing one there. Only guy. Everybody like, else is, has hair. He's kicking it old school. <laughs> he is. Everybody respects me there because of <laughs> my, because of my, uh, my dress. Uh, I have gotten, I did get a compliment from a guy in my Deadpool shirt, my Deadpool oh. smoking weed shirt. Guy was like, hey, man, that's a cool shirt. Uh, you could go up to the the bros and talk about uh, Pumping Iron by Arnold Schwarzenegger. You, you've like seen that one, you know? I watched it recently, but you got to watch Generation Iron. I've watched like a lot of the Generation Iron movies, which are even better than Pumping Iron. We'll go talk your hair off about it. Yeah, oh, they would love to talk about it with me. That's for sure. That is totally for sure. Let's see if we got. Let's take a call. Let's let's actually take one call. Take one call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, it's Hank in Los Angeles. Hank, the what's whole up? The world calls me Hank. I didn't do it this time. I said, Hank, what's up? Can you make I, folks feel I, I how you it. feel inside? Uh, only for money. I charge for that privilege. Well, you that got is, to. Um, I used to do that. You're big star bound. Yeah, yeah. Starbound, exactly. Is that on sale on Steam or something? That sounds like a good, a good game. Does <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound like darling. a game. If, yeah, under, underrepresented what, indie darling from 2019. COVID really, really took away all the heat that Big Starbound would have had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I people say the names of games. Like <laughs> I, I'm in a chat with a bunch of people that play a lot of game, like game all the time, and they're just naming games, and I'm like, I ain't even. <laughs> That's a game you're playing? I, th I don't even know what that is. S Stardew Valley? It's endless. Yeah. Oh, they dude, keep that making game is great. That game. Oh, uh, that's, yeah. that's not uh, a that, Brian game, Hank. It's, a, it's not. It's sweet and sensitive. It's totally a Brian game. It's no, slow, no, no. Brian it's relaxing. Game, a Brian game, you kill things. And I, I'm a, I, I oh. mean, I know that what part of the problem with the world and video games and stuff is that they're all only killing simulators, but I mean, I'm not going to fix that. I like killing sure. stuff, you know? Sure. Uh, of course. And so, yeah, that's what I, that's, that's, that's my, that's my gimmick. I like killing stuff and then watching things about people that kill stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm really kill crazy. If, if I have to be honest here. Yeah, it's one of the strange things about electricity is that we all get to uh, murder things like m millions of times during our lives uh, yeah. <laughs> somehow, which ancestors didn't get to enjoy that. They had to kill uh, living creatures mostly, probably. And um, yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said that. And up. it probably yeah. was good worse. times. It probably wasn't fun for them to kill things, you no. know? It, it was like they we get to kill like zombies and stuff like that like stuff that deserves to get killed they were just like out there right. just uh, killing whatever you know 
feeding their pals and their lovers. Yeah. We, 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 but when we kill zombies, we're solving problems. You know, we're saving the day. We're, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. We're that's what I can. I mean, I am playing Kirby right now. And uh, I mean, not right at this minute, but I am Kirby playing don't Kirby. Kill. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby kind of kills. I mean, Consumes. he sucks things in and. Like, Maybe there's think, like an interior about, universe that people are transported to once they enter Kirby. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like entering the magic castle. There's just a bunch of weirdos standing around. Um, I don't know why I made fun of magicians all of a sudden. They're actually uh, quite impressive people. If Dude, you're close. I want to go to the magic um, castle. I think I'm coming to yeah. LA next year for WrestleMania. Yeah, hopefully there before then at some point. But I think I'm coming to LA next year for WrestleMania, and I want to go to the Magic Goddamn Castle, and I I hope somebody can get me in there because I heard you need somebody. Yeah, I don't have any connections, so sorry that not that that's what you're asking for, but like I've been in LA eight years, and I uh, I can think of like one person I might be able to you know, but nevertheless, like yeah, I, I, that's what I've heard too. It's like a long waiting list, can get it's in. sort of a big deal to. Uh, I think you can get scheduled ahead of time long enough. But yeah, yeah. It, uh, uh, up close Matt is um, I've not seen it myself much other than like on a, you know a boardwalk somewhere. But that place is like a, a real trip. Like it, it is those the the, the skill and the uh, um, I just what it, whatever what those guys do is so magical. Like I fall for it, and I, I consider myself like a smart person, and I, I guess that means like or I've heard that. Ma- magicians love smart assholes like me because we think we can outsmart the magician. And of course they're just using that against, against, uh, morons like myself. Uh, so it's I fun. Mean, it's fun. To, I, mean, I, I like, I like, like, yeah, I enjoy being fooled by, by magicians. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say it the other way. I think a smart person is someone that can enjoy a magic trick. Like it, the only person's only right. doing it to provide a little pizzazz and fun to the arena. It's not to make anybody feel stupid. Yeah, I I always right. say I yeah. say that with wrestling, with pro wrestling as like really smart people think they know how it works and then when you tell them how it works, like that they don't plan it before they go out there, then they're like, "Wait, then how do they do oh. it?" It's like, "Yeah, that's the goddamn magic of it." <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, you can't yeah. If, are you smart if you uh, yeah, I don't consider somebody smart if they can't enjoy pro wrestling as well. Yeah, yeah. And and it is it is one of those things where like everybody thinks I mean, like everybody in the world thinks they know how it's oh, it's scripted, it's this, it's that. And and it's like uh it's so much less like with pro wrestling, it's so much less scripted than you even than you could even think. Like like when you're talking about like I mean, when you're talking about like WWE, right? Like they don't even know who they're wrestling until two hours before (laughs) they have to wrestle them. You can't really do anything, but like with magic, I think we all like, I think when somebody is smarter, they think that when they go to see magic, that they're going to be able to figure it out. And I think that's where. That's that's where the like where they like it because you're going to be spending so much time trying to figure it out that they're going to be able to fuck with you. They're yeah. going to be able to get it around you because you're going to be staring where you think whatever is going to happens happens. I'm like, you know, I I fucking watch like I still wonder how David Copperfield made the goddamn Statue of Liberty disappear. Still yeah. to this day think that the only trick in that 
was that he told the people there to pretend like it was disappeared. And then they just like took it out of the script. Like I just couldn't figure out a way, but I used to watch all the David Copperfield specials and like, uh, and Chris angel. I was a big mind freak guy too. I loved mind freak. Oh, who did? And I, I could never fucking figure out how any of them did fucking anything. And, and like, I would love to like know how they levitated. Not how, not how David. I know how David Blaine levitates. I want to know how Chris Angel levitates because he would get way up there off off the ground. You know what I mean? That's not just a strong calf muscle. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how he did it. I, I wonder. I wanted to go see Chris Angel when we were in Vegas, but. Uh, I didn't start looking until it was too late. So I think Chris Angel is so much my vibe, but he's doing something that is so not my thing. Like I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of magic, but I'm a fan of guys like Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> like he has well, my aesthetic. He, he hangs out with corn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go to the magic castle. No, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I think it's like. Oh, go ahead, Brett. Go ahead, Brett. I mean, I was a. I mean, I was a proto creepy kid that they tested out all this nightmare before Christmas stuff on, and I also love magic. I want to do it forever. Um, I still like to do card tricks. Uh, I still there's a lot of good stuff on TikTok and Instagram where people will just teach you fun cuts and things you can do. And I play cribbage a lot, so um, I don't do any routines on anybody. But it is cool to have uh, some new ways to shuffle and shit. It's fun. I think I'm gonna buy this Chris Angel Mind Freak Magic set. It's, no. it's a com- yeah, and it's funny. I, I mean, it's on Kmart.com. And let me zoom in. One of them is just pulling a rabbit out of a hat, which is so, unless you kill, like, stomp on the rabbit and it hops away, that's not a Chris Angel. <laughs> it's like all the same old. Uh, yeah, just uh, with his name on it. But yeah, I'm, I'm cups gonna, and balls, but there's like, uh, we put a dragon sticker on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, let me see how much this costs. And if it's available, psychic gasoline said, watch your money disappear. That that's the trick of the Chris angel mindset for, or mind mind freak set for sure. Well, psychic gasoline absolutely knows that if I was going to buy a magic set, I, I definitely buy one that costs a little bit more money. Yeah. You'd be on a payment plan. (laughs) I want the good one. I don't want to look like a fucking poser, like a brand new magician. I want to be perfect day one. How much do I got to put down? Yes. A lot of the great magicians all got their start impulse buying magic kits off Kmart.com. So this is this could be the beginning of an amazing journey. You yes, know. yes. The, the well, mind- they don't have it at Kmart.com. Uh, but, oh, here it is. Here it is. Amazon, the Chris Angel Mind Freak uh, Platinum Magic Kit. It's got over two hundred and fifty oh, mind freaks. That's what it says on the package. It says over 250 mind freaks that you can perform, including Chris's secret floating device. Ooh. Wow. (laughs) You're not doing magic. You're doing mind freaks. That's incredible that he calls them mind freaks. Mind freak. It was wonderful. Brian, then that means you've got to do heart freaks. Yeah. I do mind freaks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna become a Chris Angel. Not 
mine. My plan is to become. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm going to become a Chris Angel franchisee. It says it's over 200. Uh It's got over 250 tricks. It's a $200 value. Uh, Yeah, it's a $200 value. You can get it for $95. So that's fucking half. That's less than half or more than half. You're losing money if you don't. Yeah. If I don't buy the Chris Angel Mind Freak Platinum Magic Kit, then I'm wasting my life. Probably. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, I agree. You, uh, you, you definitely should. Oh, uh, God. SOJR71 in the chat said Secrets of Magic Revealed was absolutely whipped ass. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That guy that put on a fucking lucha mask and he would just show you how they did it. And then the motherfucking guys would be, he'd be like, the magicians are going to come and find me and kill me. Like he was like in danger from telling yeah. people how magic worked. That's great. I mean, you could do that if you're not good at magic, if you don't, if you don't have patter down, if you, but you can figure out how to do it or pay to do it, then like you, you have to figure out how to make money, you know? <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. Google sell the solutions. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, that dude rocked. I love. I was yeah, excited man. about that. That was a big deal because I was also. I mean, I was a child when that was on, so I was like, "What are the ethics of this? Like, how how should the magic community handle this? Like, should he get like uh, some sort of uh, disappearing wand like down?" down his throat you know like being thrown in a ditch with like a dis- disappearing wand just shoved down to his his guts yeah there's a, it's uh where, where are those professional lines get crossed in that sort of industry because it's like magic they all have a cartel of yeah exactly like it, we'll make you disappear it shouldn't have to be <laughs> but that's yeah. it that's exactly yeah, it we'll, like what we'll, what really like it was such good theater because like what are what are magicians gonna do you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's like, like fuck you. You can't kill me. I would just be on TV with my face right out there doing it. You know? Oh shit, dude! Chris Angel Mind Freak Professional Magic Kit. It's twenty nine dollars and ninety five cents, over a four hundred and fifty dollar value. Oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's flip the professional it, one. Buy it for thirty, sell it for sixty. And this is on chrisangel.com. So he has them in stock. Oh, man. Okay. All right. That's he a did garage. Did next- oh. Yeah, I'd be in. stupid um, not yeah, to buy I, it. It's a, that's $450. Uh, that's, that is a savings of $420 if I buy that's that. Profit Incredible. That's yeah. Thank not you. a save. Yeah, it comes. You're making money buying. Let me tell you what it comes in it real quick, and then I promise we'll we'll, we'll let you talk, Hank. I swear. Uh, two techno appearing lights, which I don't even whatever a tech that sounds like the other thing we talk hollandaise style sauce. <laughs> techno <laughs> appearing <laughs> lights. <laughs> yeah. Large mind reading blackboard with marker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blackboard. <laughs> no, no, never mind. It's a mind reading blackboard. Right. Large cups and balls. Chris's cups sec- and balls. Yeah, Chris's secret <laughs> floating device. Capture okay. as seen on Chris's TV series. Large levitating vase. Six mental freak cards. A coin case transformation. Chris Angel magic card case. Mind freak secret deck one. 
prediction tubes. <laughs> the, like all this stuff is stuff you can just go buy somewhere. <laughs> but it's like, this, is, this is the clearance section of any odd lots or Ollie's or Gabe's. Any discount store has this basic ass magic set. And it's so disappointing. It's like those art sets that they make for kids too with the worst possible supplies. Well, the next thing it says they have. It's is, like you bring uh, out this funky ass deck of cards. And they're like, I'm going to do a magic trick. And it's like, those aren't real cards. Immediately, I know those are not real cards. (laughs) It says two secret utility devices, which not totally sure. Oh, I found out what the techno appearing lights are. They're those things you put under your fingers for raves. They're like the lights you put like on the end of your finger. Yeah, you can click them on and off. Yeah. And four you're throwing large, a light back and forth. You click it, <laughs> click it, click it. Yeah. Yep. Four large sponge balls, eight spikes through coin, red silk, official instruction book, and membership to Chris's secret society. So a more opportunity to spend more money <laughs> <laughs> to buy freak coins yeah. and, and NFTs and shit. Freak coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get my freak coin. I've, I was thinking about, I forgot Megadeth had a fucking crypto and I'm like, God damn it. I have to buy it. I have to own it. It's just like, it's, it's, I have to do it. But I was reminded the other day about it because they were giving special offers to people that had it. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He has a place on his site and he says, uh, congratulations on your purchase of a Chris Angel magic product. You are about to enter the secret society and become an official member. Enter your secret society code found in your Chris Angel magic product. By becoming a member, you agree not to reveal any secrets. The future of magic is yours. Are you ready to become an official member? And then it gives you your secret. You, you, you got to type in an access code that you can only get by buying a Chris Angel Mind Freak product. <laughs> nice. I love them. I love you're it. In the, you're in the sales stream. You're in the pipeline. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Chris Angel is having, sitting in some yeah. orgy pitch shuddering right now because he's about to fail. Yeah. This he's is exciting so for everybody. I hope he's, I'm, Amy, he's he still fucking going. You know, you can't really shit on Chris Angel because David Blaine ain't doing fucking shit. David Blaine's like a fucking well, loser. But Chris Angel's still going. So much of the trick is their persona that precedes them, right? Like the reputational kind of work that has to be done. So like you go in and it's just some regular schmuck in cargo shorts and, and, you know, like somebody like me, for instance, you wouldn't be that impressed. Like like the fact that he is the way he is, Chris Angel, I mean, and David Blaine, they have like a weird intensity about them. That's all part of the act, obviously. But uh, you got to maintain that. I think when you get famous, do you think they ever get to turn it off? Or are they really, do they really have to like, uh, you know, inhabit that, that strange metaphysical, I'm, I'm part of this world, part of another kind of, kind of viewpoint. I mean, people, I'll say this, I'll say this. People really turned on David Blaine. Like he was a guy that got so turned on, like everybody hated him. And he has accusations on the me too movement. So there is also that with him. Um, but like he, his, but he came with Kevin Nash though. David Blaine. Yeah. He was doing the least people were mad because he didn't give them a fucking 90 minutes of 
doves and like dancing around and shit. He's like, I'm going to do one intense thing like every three years and it's going to be important. And people, people did pay attention to it. People but I, mad, he, he was doing the least amount of work. I mean, I applaud that. And he's he's friends with celebrities and has the most amount of money. I take him over Chris Angel any day. David Blaine? Yeah, man, I for always sure. found him. I found him to be like, first of all, super annoying. And I think everybody fucking hated his. Uh, I don't think uh, so. I'm just going to do an endurance act. Yeah, because people would go down. Yeah, the and endurance was probably that shit was stupid. Yeah, you're right. But it created heat, which was smart. And he, like I said, once again, all he had to do was hang out in a freezer for 36 hours instead of like <laughs> doing fucking five nights a week in Vegas, breaking his goddamn back. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, uh, uh, I agree. I was just, you're, you're right. I forgot about that because I was disappointed that he stopped doing all we wanted him to see was walk around the park and people go, oh shit, that's crazy. That's all we wanted. That's really all I wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And then it just became like, I can hold my breath for nine minutes. And I'm, I'm like, eh, okay. I can lay and he underwater. He didn't even gimmick it. Like he didn't even hold his breath for nine. He didn't even break the record and he didn't even gimmick it. Like a good magician would have gimmicked it. And he actually tried to do it because like he believed he was that like powerful and that he had like was able to, to uh, like unlock hidden powers, you know? Yes. Yeah. He sucked. He, that, that fucking guy would just be like, I'm going to lay underwater and wave like one of those fucking uh, uh, mermaids at the at the uh, fairgrounds. Remember, you, you'd be able to go in and see a mermaid and it would be like a little video screen that was kind of behind water and the mermaid would wave to you. Am I the only one that's seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the mermaid at the uh, fair. And I'd be like, yeah. damn, that's a small mermaid, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that mermaid is a 13-inch. Television. Holy crap. All right. <laughs> yeah. He had the Guinness, he had the Guinness yeah. record for holding his breath for four months. So I do have to say once again, I'm back on his side. I respect him. He did do for it. For what? Four months. He held some dude stroll for four months. No, no, no. He he held the world record for oxygen assisted status apnea, which means holding your breath oh. after breathing oxygen. Four months after he set the record, some guy named Tom Sietas rolled in and did it for 17 minutes. I'm a Tom Sietas guy, actually. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I like him. Always, That's like Trump. That's like, he's like Trump the guy that he likes. Does, go ahead. It's like when Trump was talking about McCain, he was like, I like the guys that don't get captured. <laughs> 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 I like the Don, I like the guys that hold that, that win the record. <laughs> Don Sientas. Siet yeah. Sienta huh. S I E T A S. Right. Darren Brown, I haven't seen. I can't find his stuff on streaming. I am interested. I've heard a lot about it, but I've never watched it. And though some people say it's unethical, uh, which I'm interested in. Yeah, mm, we love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's for TV entertainment. I want to see what kind of unethical people stuff will do on TV. I mean, that's what Nathan for you is. Oh, dude, that dude, motherfucking 22 minutes. He held his breath. I love this guy. Yeah, he see, he did the like. Um, <clears throat> betting zero at price is right. Yeah. He just waited for David Blaine to do it publicly on TV. Like he was the biggest badass, and he rolled in right behind him and beat it and was just like, I, actually it's me. And I just am a guy that like watches soccer all day or something, you know, man, I, 
God, I wish I didn't smoke because that would be one. I'd love to do a 23 minute. I'd love to hold my breath for 23 minutes. That would be so great. But I think I fucked Maybe. that up. Like, Let's try it. Start right now. No, I, I freak out when I hold no. my breath for even one. I, I think I could probably hold my breath for a solid 45 seconds. <laughs> you can get the rec. Maybe you could be like the guy who can only hold it for like seven seconds like that. You could, you could attain glory on the other side of the, of the record. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. So what, what's, what's going on, Hank? How you doing? your cue's okay, I can talk some more, but if you got people waiting, I've taken up a ton of time. I was going to talk about how my workplace injuries have got out of work for a little stretch. I can call back another time. We've okay. got only like two people respect. in the queue yeah. right now, so if you're in the queue and you want to hang on, we will get to you. It's just with it, we got 40 min or 50 minutes of the show in, so we got time We're for farting everybody. around. Yeah, we're fucking farting around, okay. so you just hold on to the phone. Uh, so, how'd you get injured, Hank? Uh, all right. I, I've uh, been doing woodworking since uh, last summer, like July. And kind of like you, Brian, you, you do Legos. I imagine you have like a, that's like a hobby that you enjoy and it probably helps your, your mind focus and your anxiety go down. And like woodworking has been a hobby of mine for a long time. And then I've done, uh, you know, I needed work. I just needed to, something to survive on. I, I'm a video editor primarily, but also pursuing like very poorly pursuing a career in entertainment. And, um, so anyway, this uh, woodworking opportunity comes up and uh, it, it suddenly I'm working. I, I get the job. I got a little bit of experience. I've made some, some woodworking content out there too, a little bit. And uh, it's going okay. But all of a sudden I realize I'm working all the fucking time. <laughs> you know, that thing where it's like you turn your hobby into a monetize, you try to monetize a hobby either by starting your own business or like working at it. So now it's like, I'm, it's like if you had to make Legos at like 7 a.m. till 4 p.m. every day, like four days a week it's a oh, nightmare that's a dream <laughs> you know you know with legos uh, <laughs> no yeah. i i will say i did lego from from uh what was it from one o'clock until right when we started recording so i did play with yeah. legos for six hours but i didn't have to oh. nobody made me well i mean i think oh, there's um, like yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, you. No, I want to hear your your, your thought, Brett. We've been talking shit all over you. I feel like <laughs> all over all over your call. No. Um, I, no. I, I was just going to say that, like, um, uh, I, I heard this on somebody's Instagram on Wavy's Instagram, actually. Uh, but it was a quote, something about how you know an artist is just like somebody that has the urge to create. And that's it. It's just create, just creating stuff. Whether, however it's done yeah. in pink, or I'm sorry, in ink, in wood, in audio, in music, like that, those are all just skills that you pick up. But the, so that's the change is like creating because like you can and it's, and it's free form and it's just like however you feel like that satisfies something inside of you. But once it's like for money yeah. and for dollars, it's like, well, this is, I'm doing this to survive. I'm doing this for groceries. I'm not doing this because like I woke up today and simply had to create, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think some of the stuff I well. do. Yeah. 
I, I would say that it's like a 50, 50 thing with me because there's things I do because I feel like I'm called to do it. Something like, like, uh, uh, Shocktober is a thing that I'm like, you know what? I found something that nobody else does and I'm doing it. And that makes me feel like that, that is something that is like, I do it just for the love of it. I also make money from it. So it's very hard to say if uh, I actually love it, but like, uh, uh, you know, but you're not, I think you're not like there is a middle guy. ground. Yeah. I think there's a middle ground is what I'm trying to get at where it's like, I mean, you get up and you do your thing and you're, you're like, uh, if you're having fun doing it, then that's a good thing. And you're making money. It, it is the days where you don't want to do it and you have to do it. That, that is, that's when it becomes like a real, like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like maybe this is just like a job and it, it's, it's not art, but, uh, you know, most times I don't mind doing it. So it's pretty nice. Totally. Yeah. I think it, what you're kind of uh, hinting at is the concept of alienation. You know, it's like you, 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 you actually, take some pride in the work you put into your Legos and into the produ production you do on, on Shocktober and the other podcasts and stuff. And like, it's just emotionally, it's a whole different kind of uh, experience to uh, create something for yourself, to be scratching an instinct like you are, but also then getting rewarded for it. Cause we can't have, you can't have a, a like in order to have a, a high output of art, you have to make some money doing it or there has to be free time for you to be able to perform or do, you know, do your art. Yeah. Uh, Cause I agree with what you said, Brett too. It's, I've always, since I was a kid, one of those, like, I just have fucking thoughts in my head and they, they need to go somewhere. And that's sort of essentially this, the core of all of the uh, creative pursuits of mine. And, and like woodworking's up there too. I love woodworking. Like if I can do it for 16 hours a day, like I, I'll, I'll do it out in my, I built a small workshop on my, on my balcony here. It's like, you know, tiny little <laughs> space, but it's so great to get lost in a project and to actually like learn, cause it's problem solving and you're learning a lot. And it's, it's actually, it's also super dangerous, which kind of keep forcing you to stay focused uh it's meditative and it, but then it becomes a job and there are days where i you know don't mind it it's a skill i'm developing i've learned a crap ton at this job it's a very professional sort of thing um you know but it's like no benefits you know it's sort of crappy pay and it's like sweating out like there's no air conditioning and it's hot and it gets even a little chilly occasionally in los angeles although it's pretty warm winter i'm not going to complain about our weather um, but uh dude it's yeah. it's um uh, now i'm injured wanted me to actually jump ahead to the point but uh, yeah please please uh go ahead oh no i mean i know i mean this is um for me this is like this is why um i stand with artists over everybody else and like because that's made in my class consciousness is like fuck doctors and anybody like anybody that doesn't have to do this because they all live off of us and they get so much out of us and they take everything fucking from us because they think we just naturally want to create for them. And like they like they extract so fucking much from artistic people and creative people um, for yeah. for ad campaigns, for products, for virtually everything. And we're all supposed to like. Uh, just figure out how to do homeopathic medicine um, or, or just take ginger every day or maybe stop skateboarding. So we don't risk breaking our, our fucking bone, you know, because we don't get health insurance and shit like that. Yeah. That's, that's thing to me. I mean, the situation I'm in, I've been uh, very cautious about my, my arms and that, like the other, I just add real quick and then I'll get to my injury. But like, 
not just the art that they extract from people. Like I've had some dalliances with, that's a weird word to use, but I've, I've gotten uh, almost into the advertising business because I had a connection and lady, I talked to some lady. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I was like, I, I, I can't uh, like stand because I do animation and video editing and I have a background in comp. I'm not, any, you know what I mean? Like I would have actually been a pretty good fit for it, I think, in the advertising business. Um, uh-huh. And there's a lot of good money in that, but that's just, you're just like plugging yourself into the marketing, to the production madness, to the overconsumption that is like a definitional about our, our, our current state of our species. It just always felt horrible, horrifying. Like it's like doing the, you know, customer service for Mordor or something. I just couldn't sure. emotionally deal with it. But, you know, I wish I didn't have that so much in me because I, <laughs> like, it just drives me crazy to feel like my time is being wasted um, doing crap like that. Um, but, oh, sorry. I was going to say that the, the artists that, never even get a chance to develop any kind of skill. It's one thing that they co-opt art, artistic talent for all the different like mar- marketing reasons that are everywhere. But there's also millions of amazing human beings that are stuck in crappy jobs and don't ever really get to like realize the time or, or have the time to develop skills or to, do, you know, some of them do, some people do, you know, kind of climb up out of the, muck in a sense, you know, like out of the bottoms and out of the dredges, you know, and, and they can create some interesting things because the compulsion is so strong and whatever, but wouldn't it be better to have a world where like the full potential of humanity's collective artistic power is encouraged? I, yeah. That would be amazing. It'd be so much, there'd be a lot of annoying DJs and stuff too, but it'd be <laughs> yeah. so fucking awesome to find all the, yeah. all the, all the greatness that is, is just stifled by this fucking horrible ec- economic system in this planet. Yeah, I'd love to have a glut of like bad DJs to pick from every single night. Yeah, I, I would love for that to yeah. be a problem. It's like there's just too many good movies being made right now. It's just ridiculous to expect everybody to see when all these folks can make these right. really great movies. And now there's <laughs> when there's no IP, there's a new Captain America coming out once a month, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that sucks. Uh, you know, th- th- speaking of that, like that movie Ambulance looks like the shit. But like it made like no money. And as soon as I saw that it didn't make any money, first of all, I was like, I should go see this movie <laughs> because I, I, it needs help. And like, uh, um, I think it's just a, a bummer to me because when a movie bombs like that, uh, there was another recent one that bombed too. That was like, uh, um, uh, not some IP and like, Every time that happens, I feel like you get three more Marvel movies. <laughs> like that yeah. equals like when when a movie comes out and it's like something different. Moonfall, both Moonfall and uh, uh, the other one, uh, Ambulance. Moonfall is supposed to be bad, but but it's maybe got the best. Uh, it's maybe got Moonfall the best is premise. Old decrepit ass shit though from the past though. It's nothing original. Moonfall, isn't that the 007 movie? No, Moonfall is a movie about a moon, the moon oh, falling out of the sky. Never mind. That sounds like a, some Daniel Craig bullshit to me. Yeah, no, no. The moon sky. falls. Moonfall. Yeah. I'm 007 in a tuxedo with a gun that goes pew, pew, pew. Yeah, but like these movies that like aren't a part of any sort of universe. And like, I feel like such a fool because like, I'll go fucking see them all. That's the problem. I go see the ones that I know I'm not going to like and then can't find time to go to the ones because I want to be a part of the discourse. 
you know? So I'll go see the Batman. Mm -hmm. I make all the time in the world to go see Batman or like, I'll probably make all the time in the world to go see Dr. Strange or that last Spider-Man movie. But like, uh, for ambulance, which is a movie that's way more up my alley. Uh, I can't be bothered to make time to go see a very violent Jake Gyllenhaal what, movie. <laughs> what about like everything all at once? I do want to see that. Actually, I would also like to see that. But I think like movies like that will continue to get made because there's an audience for like the, the A24 audience actually goes to movies, you know? Yeah, that's true. I yeah, often so think I can watch like, movies. I only can, way I can focus on a movie is it's incredibly intense and it's on like a 60 foot tall screen in front of me. Yeah. Oh, how dare psychic gasoline say still looking for a movie that doesn't take place in a place. That's I know not, it's unfortunate. No, you know what I was talking about though. We, we can't we don't. Nobody, we never settled that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's all like, you just don't want to go see a movie that that's in a place like, takes place in like a real, no, wait. I don't even remember now. I think it was that I want to go see movies that do take place in a place. Maybe. No, you okay. said you want to know where remember. they were happening. You wanted to have no idea where it's happening. You wanted to be completely disconnected from, from place and time, like in a, in a bubble, just a generic city full of mixed use buildings that go on for miles. That's with actors right. That can be replaced with CGI caricatures and mo-capped uh, well, no, I don't computer like models. I hate CGI. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm, I'm not a CGI guy. Uh, that's why ambulance looks good. I hear it doesn't have, it's got practical effects and, uh, I like that. A squid man. A squid yeah. man. What's oh squibs. Squid. Yeah. I wanted like, to loaded. buy some squid. Yeah. We tried for the TV show. We should have fucking made him get the credit card out for that. Yeah. He wouldn't let us shoot each other for the TV show. That's all he we wouldn't wanted. let us kill yeah. each other. Yeah yeah so when you guys see that i'm not going to be able to kill brett at the end of uh the tv show that was not that we wanted we wanted we, to kill each other yeah yeah we wanted to shoot each other to death with squibs as as the ending of the uh season so tax write-off man yeah 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 so i, I wish be like no. uh accidentally get killed by the squib like you weren't trying to actually kill him you were doing a stunt <laughs> with a squib but then like it goes off in Brian's cheek and then he dies. And like the no, whole yeah, second me. season is no, just no, I like, want to be uh, Brandon Lee. I want to be Brandon Lee. They would just share oh. pictures of me forever of how cool I looked and my awesome car and all my shit. Yeah. And they were like, he was doing funny gun stuff too. And then it just, he, his light went out. Fucking man cow. Man yeah. cow would say he taught, he was the last person to talk <laughs> yeah. to you. The funny <laughs> thing about those guys, they always uh, made fun of me, but I was close friends with Brett. Brian hated me. <laughs> <laughs> He does love, I mean, he, he did say Brandon Lee. He was the last person to talk to Brandon Lee. So was he kidding I mean, while the building the crow or that's what I think of when I think of Brandon Lee is that he, at least he died doing a cool movie too. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing to die doing. Yeah. Like, most of us just like with a pants but, full of poop and like laying there, you know, asleep. That's what yeah, most of yeah. us get. It's not nothing fucking, cool like that. I fucking love the crow. Yeah, have a heart oh God. Yeah, I bet you if I watch it now. Yeah, I bet you if I watch it now, I'd hate it. What did you? No, let's stop talking oh, okay, about the other injuries. Let's talk about your injury. 
my injury. It's uh, someone in the chat said they they want to know if it's my fingers are gone. Nothing that dramatic. I uh, have um, my wrists and elbows have like gone uh, uh, gotten shot out. Like they don't work. Like now I have like it's basically like an industrial form of tendonitis in the elbows. And then there's also something wrong with the my left wrist particularly. But I I, I came into the job with it, a wrist injury in my right wrist. From a previous, I helped a neighbor build a, a giant t- a tortoise enclosure. It was a random uh, event. There's a story there, but um, it was this huge, like, long project. And then somehow I w- wounded my wrist doing that. But so I now I have two wrists that I can't use fully. I can't put like my weight on my wrists, and I've been trying to like deal with this uh, growing issue. Um, over the month wearing like elbow braces and like wrists or, or like, you know, different things, straps around my arms and icing it. And like, eventually after a few weeks in like February this year, like it's just started, it's escalating, you know, like every week I'd heal over the weekend and then like injure it all again and then heal mm-hmm. and then injure. But now yeah. it's like, I'm not even doing it, not even healing. So I tell my boss too, I'm like, dude, I'm having an issue. My arms are fucked up here. I can't use my wrists and my elbows hurt whenever I pick anything up. You know, like I'm wincing when I go pit, when I take my, when I take my pants off or something. Um, yeah. All the way down when I pee at work too. But, um, and so anyway, yeah, I, got I, you, I, it's kind of, it, it, it turns dominance. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Got to show the ghost. You looked at my um, ass. You're looking at my fucking ass. Why, why, why is it a problem? You know, yeah. like you avert your gaze, motherfucker. Smell that booty with your eyes, you know? Um, so, uh, now it, it's, it turns out that, uh, extended use of vibrating tools is, uh, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, it makes uh, sense. We, we didn't evolve angle grinders for several hours, uh, Man. a day. Yeah. And then <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so like it happened. It's kind of embarrassing. Like, like there's a whole bunch of emotional, like, uh, factors. Like I, I I'm, I'm a little like, Oh crap! My boss won't make money now that I'm, you know, like they're gonna lose a worker because it it just slows down their delivery pace. Basically, I shouldn't give a shit about that, but I do. Yeah, I, I you know, like I've internalized these are my oppressors and stuff. Um, and like the insurance has been a big nightmare. I, I, I could go on and on about. It. Maybe I'll update you guys after I know a little more about the, the injury. But I'm I'm, I'm in yeah. the middle of a two week period waiting for to approve an X ray because this healthcare system is so fucking stupid. I'm just sitting around, but yeah. I can't work with it. It's my arms, so. I, I'm doing a ton of video that editing sucks. and I'm looking for video editing work. Basically job is uh, no good. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. It was updated. I'd like to send it you guys. Reminds me, when I, I worked at the warehouse, they had requirements of like moving 80 boxes an hour or whatever it was. And we were supposed to get them from one. Uh, we were supposed to get them from one like offloading station, uh, but from the rollers and then over to like a pallet. And I had this method of throwing the boxes that required me like these are boxes full of jeans and sweatshirts. So, you know, they were maybe 50, 60 pound boxes and I would throw them, but I'd have to put like a little spin on them, like a little bit of action on it to get it to like stop and stay appropriately. And so I got this like huge, I got this cyst in my wrist to the point where like, I was like, my wrist hurts all the time. I can't bend my wrist anymore. And it's just because like the standards that they set aren't one where you can actually follow like the safety protocols. And, and yeah, and and then they also yeah. push you to the point where you're 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 in you're be, in, being injured by doing the job. Um, well, I, I wish the best uh, for you. I hope things work out and uh, keep us updated. Yeah, Thanks I will. For calling. I, and I got a great. I was I got a great video about the Young Turk Union busting coming up that I was working on. So I I was a part of that whole mess, and so. 
Uh, yeah, I'll look forward okay. to sharing that with you guys when it's done. Like a time. Yeah, we'll to see it for sure, man. Yeah, have a good night. Hell yeah. Thanks. Peace. All right, let's bum, bum. cancel Geppetto. Okay. Cancel Geppetto? Cancel Geppetto. I don't know. The don't character know. or the show? Is there a Geppetto show? I don't know. Like like Fair a place. like a prestige TV about Geppetto uh, show about Geppetto <laughs> about the darkness that made him want a real boy like the struggle he went through young <laughs> Geppetto watching his kid like die slowly over a decade and like the kind of intensity and hatred towards God that he had and growing into an older man that like he feels like he's going to defy creation and 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 make his own boy yes. Let's do it. Let put a new Geppetto. Let's get a Geppetto out there. <laughs> yeah, Geppetto would be hard if it was just called Geppetto too. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. All caps. Fuck. Yes. He would just. I mean, just seeing that like red nose, just like crying, just weeping, just weeping on the floor, like broken down. You know, like as a man. Yeah. <laughs> as a boy dad. As yeah. a hashtag boy dad. Boy dad. All right, let's get this next caller on. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is uh, Jake from uh, New Hampshire. What's up, Jake? What's up, Jake? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> uh, not bad. I just had a couple quick ones for you. Um, so I, I uh, had dinner with a lady yesterday that uh, was, was cool and all, but turned out to be from Cincinnati. Um, and I feel like I kind of owe you guys an apology because I feel I've, uh, I've just been kind of assuming the square pizza thing was a bit for, for years. Um, and I got verification that that's like a real thing. And was, you didn't believe we actually liked square pizza. Here. You th- what you no, thought we were full no, of shit when we said like square pizza is the best. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's like, you know, it's like, elementary school lunch you know i get cheap hand pizza or whatever um it's 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 a lifestyle italians do it there's really italian people in ohio and real mafiosos that escape to ohio to open up pizza places it's all we do is all we have is pizza every two every four blocks there is a pizza place that has been here since 1960 that only takes cash and doesn't do delivery it's our everything (laughs) <laughs> we do love our pizza people don't think yeah, about ohio yeah. as being people think the midwest is all bullshit but our pizza is really good everybody that's tried it has said it's really good uh so i don't know we guys, ranked pretty high well, yeah I, I do think you guys have less of like an identity crisis about like who, who you are like you you um just generally in the midwest you guys seem to like kind of embrace like you know exactly what you are like we were talking about like you know why do why do people think new haven pizza is like all that great and i mean i like it for sure oh, but i, I also too. think like connecticut in general just like really striving to like make themselves not a suburb of new york and so like they like really cling to that sort of thing so i mean it's good pizza, i mean but you're i mean so what we have in common is that we are all we're all in second place to New York and like being like, no, we actually like this better than the bullshit that you do. I mean, like, yeah. that's what, that's what we have in common yeah. here. I do like, yeah, well, I, I like New York that. pizza, like, by the way. 
I'm, I'm a big fan of the yeah, big floppy New York anything. pizza. I mean, I think also it was for me, it was a big deal. Like when we started doing stand up comedy, so many people were trying to do like a sanitized, like tonight show version where they're just trying to be like Woody Allen or something, you know, and talking about how like weird and hustling and bustling and awkward the city is. And it's like, Columbo, Columbus is not really like that at all. Like you can be the king of Columbus in about six to eight months. Like you've pretty seen, mo- pretty much seen most of it. And uh, you know where, where, where to go, you know, like there, there is no, we don't, we don't like spend all of our money on parking. Um, everything is about nine to 14 minutes away. If you're going to drive there and uh, it, it's not anything that's overwhelming. There's no, it, it's like I, it was just very weird and there's no way to pretend that like I grew up in like this different world than I did. I mean, that's what you, the, really the, the matter. The thing about it is like you have to accept like who you are at the end of the day. And it's OK. Yeah, you, you can't compete with that. You can't compete with, uh, you know, a, a city that like, I don't know, probably probably has more of a population than like New Hampshire and Vermont and Maine combined, like within several miles um yeah and you can't go anywhere in 10 minutes and oh well yeah well you, you got anything yeah, else but, i got a quick uh quick dare one mostly for any uh some uh, computer nerds or whatever in the audience that might be able to find more information on it because i tried googling some but um to my dare officer um, from elementary school, um, was my neighbor as well. Uh, her name was Bar- Barbie McKay. Um, and she got arrested a few years after I was out of there. I was still in like high school. Um, she got arrested for embezzlement. Um, apparently, apparently took a lot from the dare program, which is pretty cool. Um, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're talking like, you know, like, 40,000, like over several years or whatever. But how do you even, um, that's cushiony. That's so cushiony. That's nice. I guess I know how. Yeah. Was it, do you think, uh, I'm just, I'm out of curiosity, was it like, like, I guess it's just like they can get any money they want because the police department has a ton of fucking money and it can be like, hey, man. Uh, I need money to buy like this thing for my students, my dare students. And then you just don't buy it. That, yeah. Or that like, has to be it. Uh, yeah. I'm driving out to yeah, some, exactly. some exurb somewhere. I'm driving out to do an event. Like I need to be comped like for my gas and shit, you know? Yeah. And, and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a small tourist town or whatever, like in Northern New Hampshire. So it's, it's mostly all funded by second home. So it's all people that, aren't there that are still paying taxes um, on like condos and vacation houses and whatnot. So uh-huh. like, and there's not much that actually goes on, you know, <laughs> like it's a pretty, I mean, you know, there's plenty of, plenty of, you know, like drugs and stuff, but not, you know, there's not like, they don't have like real big expenses or whatever. So there's a lot of money that just kind of gets like flushed around. And if you just take a little bit here and there, um, cause it was, it was over like years that she, yeah, you know, she's accumulating this. But we, yeah, um, we, we did a lot seems... of like, we did a lot of like tricks and stuff that would make it, that would provide a nice opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, pad the cost 
a bit, like from what you actually spent on it. Like, you know, we'd all go to like Fun Spot, just like a big arcade um, in the state or whatever. So it was like all these like big field trips where just handing us like, you know, like handing the kids coupons for tokens for this, you know, to go try to win tickets to get a, you know, some 10 cent toy or whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just handing out like the equivalent of a few hundred dollars to like, you know, among like 20 kids, like, you know, you, you, you could probably pad that a little bit, you know, we do a few of those a year. He does that every oh, year yeah. with all these kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it I, sounds, uh, that, that is kind of, it is funny that, I mean, because you gotta imagine that cops are, I, I gotta think that cops are constantly, uh, embezzling money. Yeah. They're all, they're the all claiming too much. Yeah. Yeah. They're all robbing us blind. Like they're able to get away with stuff. They all get to act like virtuistic and like godlike and shit. And it's like, I would never defraud you. I'm a police officer. It's like I did special they duty. Also all or, like then wait at the end of their shift to like pull you over so they can get the overtime and everything. It's 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 a lot of like they're, they're even open. They're basically open about the fact that they like you know they they scam it while still being within the rules, sort of thing. Yeah, you know? sure. Like, but I even when think, they're that open about that, like what are they? What would they not be saying? I mean, right. I, don't know. I like, think it's like the Pentagon. I think it's like the Pentagon in a way where you like hear about whatever the fucking thousand dollar screws or whatever that is. Like people joke around about that. I think the cops are just doing that all the time. Like I, I really believe that like cops like not only get paid a lot, but also can steal like money. Ooh, can I tell you guys something? I was at the, I was at the goddamn gas station the other day. Fucking cop comes in there fills up his coffee, walks up to the counter, says to the guy, hey, how's it going? And he's like, oh, we're kind of busy. And he's like, nice. And he just leaves. with the. He didn't pay for the coffee. And it made me so fucking mad that like he went in there and like that guy behind the counter couldn't have said that's going to be like however much it costs. Like he couldn't even fucking said anything. The guy just fucking walked in there, walked out with a coffee. Nobody can say shit. Yeah. He had to like rub his face in it. It wasn't even like he could just like have the decency to like walk in, walk out, not say anything and just like, you know, like, and that's what I do when I steal from there. No, it's right. It's just, he's saying, you're going to let me get away with this. He never Mm -hmm. said, do I have to pay for this? Nope. He, he never said, um, I expect to get this for free. Nope. Literally, yeah. dude was like, "How's your day been going?" The guy tells him it's been kind of busy, and he's like, "Well, uh, yeah, me too." And then walks out. That's it. That was the whole conversation. I yeah. was like, I was so irritated by it because of again, the way he was like fucking at the counter. He was like kind of leaned over the counter, like really, like like in a way that nobody would do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's aggressive. He's, he's running space. over somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's he's yeah. He's he's the he runs that place is what he's trying to say. Yeah, it was. Crazy. I do whatever I want around here. I act in ways that you've never seen before because I'm the motherfucking police. 
Yeah, he really got away with it. It was nasty. I, I'm really furious about that guy. And I don't even know if the guy behind the counter wanted to say anything, but because it's the guy, the guy behind the counter is actually the one who uh, saw somebody. He's, I love him, and I never forget him because a guy came in with a, uh, a Guns N' Roses shirt on one night while oh. I was there. And he was like, uh, hey, man, Guns N' Roses, man. Uh, what's your favorite song by him and and the, and the guy said welcome to the jungle and then he's like oh yeah man i really like uh paradise city i was like you two don't like guns and roses yeah two most popular songs did they ask him to do yeah. the third song <laughs> Uh, they don't know it. I, I mean, there's there's a whole generation of people that just listen to classic rock radio, and that's they know only the songs they play on there. Like Bad Company has two songs, but it is kind of Hell incredible yeah, though to think to spend the money on a T-shirt just for Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, like you're just like this song is crazy. This three minutes or four minutes of music is <laughs> unlike anything I've ever heard before. I'm gonna buy a T-shirt to say how much I love it. I mean, you know that that dude isn't like. Like, like he's not listening to like Rocket Queen no. or anything. Like he doesn't want nothing to do with a song he hasn't heard on the radio. Which is when they he just means whenever they come on the radio, I'm fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, that that is like a whole. Remember, uh, way a long time ago when we first started Street Fight, uh, I spent a lot of time on Facebook, and there was this guy that would get drunk on like Friday and Saturday night, and you know. He was posting music videos for people to check out. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've but all he, done it. We've yeah, all been like, yeah. this song fucking rocks. Everybody listen. Yeah. This guy was posting like Enter Sandman and Nothing Else Matters and like, uh, uh, you know, a Welcome to the Jungle, a Whoop, There It Is. Like <sighs> just like fucking every song that you can't you couldn't have lived a life without hearing three digits of times, you know? Yeah, very familiar. It was with crazy. Those. It was You're so not turning crazy. anybody yeah, on. The song anything. comes on at two forty-five every afternoon, every weekday, on the the classic <laughs> rock hour. It's like yeah. turning Facebook into the radio. It's like, oh, you scrolled past it. You got to listen to "Man in the Box" by Allison Chains now. Yeah, <laughs> "Man in the Box." That's another one. That's another like what he would post. He would post. I mean, I used to be so shocked every time I saw what he was sharing. Like, it was like... That's surprising. Yeah. You would think when somebody shares like a rare song would be when you when you would be like, oh my God, you know, what's this? But no, the craziest thing in the world to me is somebody that shares a fucking song that is just like one of the most popular songs that's ever existed. <laughs> it's perplexing for sure. Have y'all heard? Have y'all heard "Happy Birthday to You"? That's a good one. I'm gonna <laughs> link to "Happy Birthday to You." Hot Cross Buns is gonna be the next big uh, one. I don't know if you guys have ever heard true. that. You know, yeah. uh, it's a little obscure. Yeah, well, we got to get the last call in. Thank you for calling. Yeah, there's a there's Please. one little footnote to that to the the cop getting arrested part um, was that we all, it kind of disappeared, which is weird for the small town, but we found out that she did actually end up getting sentenced because the ADAPT program, which is like, you know, don't do drugs and, you know, scared straight sort of thing. 
took a took a group of kids to the to the county jail and she was she was working in the kitchen like in her jumpsuit um and that's how we found out that she actually got uh, like sentenced and did jail time um because a bunch of the yeah. kids that they were uh, that had her as a dare officer got brought to the jail to be like, this is what will happen to you. And she was there. Um, <laughs> true. True. Uh, Banging her tin cup on the bars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to know like how much time she got. Cause I'm sure it wasn't very much. I just don't think. Well, that's why I want time that, but I need, I need, a, I need some of the computer nerds in, within the, the general oh, street fight audience to try to see if I can find out what happened to, Barbie McKay circa 2008, maybe 2007. Getting pinched off 40K <laughs> is just like basically like getting your car paid for is all that is. Like it's not even a come up. Dude, I got to say 40K this. over several years is like, I need more. Yeah, like you can take like a vacation you, here and there. But like, yeah, I guess, you, I'll, yeah. guess I'll use my two weeks PTO. Yeah, you got to be a fucking, and, and uh, not even kidding, you got to be a massive fucking loser to get arrested as a cop. <laughs> like, I just, That's true. You have literally got to be the, like, the biggest loser in the world <laughs> because they don't arrest each other. Yeah, the cool crew, if you, were, yeah. if you could keep it together, you could get away with whatever you want. Go drink scotch with the, with the, the lieutenants and shit or whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, they could, All right, let's like, get to- yeah, they could like kill... Yeah. They can kill people and get away with it. So if you're going to jail for embezzlement, you are fucking low level. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Last call. Thanks for calling. Peace. Have a good one. I I had to turn it back on. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, guys. It's Brian Tin Denver. How are you doing? What's up? How's it going? Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, Pretty good. Hey, uh... I just uh, I just got off a, a week of having COVID, um, so I, I have a couple COVID PSAs for you. Okay, okay. we could use that. I'm probably going to get so it, I, or I might have it. Yeah. Um, well, one of my friends uh, told me about this thing called the uh, Test to Treat program, and it's this um, federal program where um at least in a few states at least where i live in colorado um you can go get a covid test at a certain clinic and then they'll give you antiviral drugs that will uh you know make the infection less severe uh so that's what i did uh last saturday um i I believe it's all free um i paid it i paid for it with uh medicaid so i don't know um what it is like with insurance and whatnot yeah, I a clinic in a Kroger and hey, uh, um, got a got a you, test. They said, "Hey, you got COVID." What's up? You're you're. Sorry. It was noise. There, sound like you were rolling you down a hill it. or something. Like you're doing barrel rolls down a hill. We were nervous. Sorry, I was on I was on my headphones there. I don't know what was going on. Ah, can you hear me now? That's cool. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. So yeah, I, uh, I just went to this clinic, uh, got a test, uh, and then they gave me a prescription um, for some drugs that I can't pronounce. Um, I, I guess the one that you're supposed to get, the the real good one, starts with a P. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but um, there's a couple different antiviral drugs that they can give you depending on um, what's available. Um, and um, 
I think you have to Is be it ivermectin like in a vulnerable. No, <laughs> no it's definitely not ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> Fivermectin, pH with a P, Fivermectin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, no, the, the stuff they gave me, it started with an M uh, and it helped me out. Uh, I think, I mean, it's hard to tell exactly, but I'm feeling better than some other folks. You know, I never got a real bad fever and I never lost a, lost my sense of smell or taste or anything. Um, so it seemed yeah, to work for me. Paxlovid. Um, Paxlovid. That's the one. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> I'm seeing this. This but, is um, really cool. This is really a good little hack there. I didn't know. I didn't even know there were pills for COVID. That's great. Yeah, I, I didn't even know until I told my friend, oh, I got COVID. And they're like, well, check this shit out. Um, and I guess um, with this thing, you got to be like one of the vulnerable populations that's, um, you know, prone to having health complications or whatever. Um, so I just told them that I'm fat. I, you know, have a BMI over a certain number. And they're like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, and then, uh, I guess if you're a smoker also, or if you're over a certain oh, age just, or if you have, yeah. you know, this is easier than, so that's Kennedy probably, you know, this. most of that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's also uh, so yeah, I don't know. Check COVID that out. If you think treatment. <laughs> true. <laughs> right. Fair. But, um, the other thing I was going to say is, uh, I, I, this, there's not a whole lot of science behind this, but I've seen a couple of people saying online that if you do lose your uh, sense of taste or smell um, and then you do mushrooms, it'll come back a lot sooner. So that's I didn't have one. to that's do that. Lore. But, uh, <laughs> that's perfect lore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a good reason to try. I mean, I, don't, I normally don't yeah. need a reason. Other people need a reason. But yeah, I can see wanting a reason to try it. Yeah. I, I mean, that what's sounds worse, like that'll happen. I mean, it just to me sounds like drink orange juice and your acid will work better. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's the same kind of thing. That then that was put out there by Big Orange Juice. Actually, if you got if you didn't know that, Big Orange Juice was like, if you're gonna use LSD, dude, drink orange juice. They sold so much orange juice from that. <laughs> Minute May did so many I haven't heard uh, that ads one. in Thrasher magazine. You know, because yeah. the, they, they were telling all of us that's what you had to drink to get higher. Dude, you know, you fucking know teenagers are still drinking orange juice when they do ask. Boathouse Farms. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, something vitamin C. I would do an emergency. That sounds like the move. I do lemon. Actually, it's lemon tech is the way to go now for mushrooms. But that's all based off of like the actual fruit, not the juice. Yeah, and science probably in, in that like they said that orange juice just uh, turned into LSD in your system was basically what they said well this the lemon tech is you just you take lemon juice and put it in a shot glass with like ground up shrooms and let it sit for like 10 minutes then you take it as a shot and it's supposed to potentiate it ah okay all right potentiators that's what that's what people are into yeah i love a potentiator i don't know what that means but it sounds cool i fuck yeah um, it does Sounds like a it, thing. That it, enhances, like, it enhances sensitization of an antigen. Doesn't that sound nice? Sure. Enhance <laughs> your sensitization of an antigen. Yeah. That sounds great to me. Yeah. 
I, uh, wasn't there something with, um, like grapefruit juice that that'll fuck with certain drugs or something? Potentiator for Kratom, uh, mango juice for weed to any of the tropicals. I feel like it's just because they're the best tasting and weed heads like that stuff. I don't know. I guess, (laughs) I, I guess because also it's like, is it a bad habit that every time you trip, you drink a bottle of pineapple juice? Not really. Like that's fun. But I don't know if I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it does anything. I think just taking more drugs is the is the shortcut there, really. If you want to get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't Brian did that the ketamine place. Did they tell you like you should eat a grapefruit before you come in or something? No, nah, they didn't tell me shit before I they came in. I don't know in. anything I, about I, K, man. Well, I was I'll tell you, I didn't even think they were gonna be open when I got there. I was nervous. So uh now I'm ready. It was just I'm, like a plywood on the front that said i promise we're open no it's happier you and it was in the back of an art gallery uh upstairs in the back of in the back gallery. of an art gallery no dog <laughs> i mean that's yeah. where everybody that's where everybody does k for the first time i guess <laughs> that's fair enough yeah yeah that is true <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> I want to get in on this. Yeah, I mean, can we do that at the office? I will. Would I would love to watch people do K all day. I would get so high and just watch people do K all day, and then also I would plunge them a little deeper. I think, like I think I would be a little more rougher. I, yeah. I would kind of make them make them uh, start questioning reality more. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I give him the hard, tough love, tough love. I'm the tough love of ketamine treatment. Yeah, I'm going to make you I'm going to give you ego death. Day one. Buckle up, buttercup. (laughs) Yeah, I I, their their thing is like the way she said it to me was like, I just don't want I don't want to put you in the stratosphere, but I want you to be out of it. So that was kind of where I was going. Okay, like an airplane ride. Like, okay, Yeah. yeah, not bad. It was fun. I love it. I hope it works. All right. Well, that is the show. Oh, actually, you got anything else before we <laughs> hang up and go home? Uh, just check out uh, Cars and Comrades podcast. Um, we got an episode oh, yeah. on racing in the Soviet Union. So sweet. Yeah, awesome. That's all I got. Yeah, I want to, guys. I want to do the show eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah, just definitely. Get a hold um, of me. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. For yeah. Sure. Uh, the, just for I, I real quick, in, Indy or Formula One? That's my specialties. Oh, I'm watching that Formula One show. Drive, Drive to survive? survive. Yeah. Um, Isn't it awesome to see those like lanyard people fight with each other with like regulations and rules and shit? And yeah. Terse, their terse language. Yeah, I'm only on season two so far. I'm okay. like watching them all, so we'll see. We'll see. It's my only uh, what's the word? It's my only non-true crime thing that I like a lot of. I'm, I've been watching a lot of that true crime. I like I like hearing that stuff. Yeah, the race from last race last night was one in the morning. It was so <sighs> fun. It was so awesome because because I was like, "Are you watching the race tonight?" And he was like, "I forgot it was at one a.m." And I was like, "So did I." And it was so stoked to see it and stay up that late and be like screaming and yelling in the middle of the night. It's, fu- it's yeah. fun for that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, I I stayed up all night to watch Wrestle Kingdom yeah. a couple times, and it's it's good times. It's very good times. It sucks the I, next I, day, but I do have to say I am concerned about uh the the true crime stuff. Like just watching people get murdered and hearing about people getting murdered, I have no stomach for it anymore. I love like it, it. started as soon as my kid got born. Like I even told you Sons of Anarchy was like too many dumbasses dying that it made my heart hurt. And now that like the true crime stuff, like when you, when you like start the show and you're like, I watched this show where this guy killed like fucking nine people or something. I'm like, God, that is a lot to think about for me. That's a lot for me to take in to think about someone's life being snuffed out because the guy that started Chippendales, like he should have been snuffed out. Like I'm, that I'm Chippendale's like, I know show was good though. That was no, it was not funny. worth. It was not worth the murders, but it was never. I, and I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know that Chippendales was was written in blood. Yeah, it was too. I, I mean, I prefer really um, con man stuff. Like most of what I watch is the con stuff because I like con artists i think they fucking rule and uh uh so that's a lot of what i watch it's well, way like, more than the murder stuff i like bad i like the bad vegan i like scammy people i like people Me that, too. i don't like to hear about just like murder i just am not interested it's just like it sucks it's rare it's um i don't know it's weighs heavy on my heart for some reason people do be killing though no i'm kidding it's yeah <laughs> Well, uh, Why we need the police. We do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, the watched- DeLorean documentary is good as hell. That's right. Winners and losers in the chat said, check out the DeLorean documentary. It's it fucking rules. It's about the guy, John DeLorean. Yeah. I love that guy. I mean, I'm sure he did something bad, but I'm just saying that I like that. He was like, man, I'm not going to let this fucking car dream die. I'll sell Coke to get it to happen. <laughs> yeah, I understand. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Street Fight. Thanks for calling in, everybody. That was a wonderful show. Uh, we pre- we appreciate all of you. Sorry, I couldn't hold that in or mute it. Uh, but um, you can watch us on Wednesday. We'll be doing the show again. Twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays if you want to come share your opinion, talk about what we're talking about, make comments, all that. We're here. Yeah. Or have us hijack your call and talk about whatever we want. But yeah, that was fun. That's also fun. Twitter. Uh, Brian is murder X Brian. I'm Brett Payne, P A I N. And uh, we're on the other social places at street fight WCRS. I'll see you on Wednesday. Peace. Bye. Bye. What's the point for being on all day when no one appreciates the praise you make? What's the point for being on all day when no one can tolerate the noise you make? I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan
Tolerate the noise I make 